USA News. I'm Jeremy Scott. Britain crowns a new monarch for the first time in 70 years. King Charles III and Queen Camilla were crowned during the coronation ceremony inside Westminster Abbey in London this morning. The king and queen took part in a procession from the church to Buckingham Palace, traveling in a gold state coach more than 200 years old. Nearly 4,000 U.K. armed forces leading that procession, which was met by several protesters opposed to the monarchy. They were arrested in London. Police also reportedly seizing hundreds of placards that said, Not My King. The World Health Organization says COVID-19 is no longer a global health emergency. Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus agreed the international public health emergency should be wrapped up. In a conference Friday, he noted the pandemic's been on a downward trend for over a year. He said this trend has allowed nations to return to life as they knew it before the pandemic. The WHO had declared the coronavirus outbreak as a public health emergency of international concern back in January of 2020. The U.S. is set to have its COVID-19 public health emergency expire May 11th. I'm Karen Sloan. Meanwhile, Dr. Rochelle Walensky is stepping down as the head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The White House announcing she'll leave her post next month. The U.S. military says an F-16 fighter pilot safely ejected after a crash of the jet during a routine training flight in South Korea. The military saying the plane went down in an agricultural area outside Osan Air Force Base, about 40 miles from the North Korean border. This is USA News. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audio audiobook guide 800-734-1229 800-734-1229 well the favorite for the 149th kentucky derby has been scratched Forte was scratched from the race by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission state veterinarian. We haven't had the best week here. Co-owner Mike Rapoli says the state vets had concerns about a bruised right front foot. It was a bruise. This race was on Tuesday. I think you'd be running. This race was next Saturday. I think you'd be running. Forte is the fifth horse to scratch from the race, joining Practical Move, Lord Miles, Continuar, and Skinner. The last time five horses were scratched from the Kentucky Derby was 1936. At Churchill Downs, I'm Paul Miles. The Food and Drug Administration is recalling more than 500,000 COVID tests because of concerns that they could be contaminated with bacteria. They say anyone who has SD Biosensor Pilot COVID-19 at-home tests should throw them out. Most of the tests were distributed by CVS, but some were also given to Amazon.
More than a million polio vaccines for children have been destroyed in Sudan amidst weeks of looting and violence as two rival generals fight for control. UNICEF said yesterday a number of facilities in the country have been looted and destroyed, including the vaccines, which were in the process of being distributed after an outbreak of polio last year. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all-natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that, when combined, really keep things moving. I drink it every day, and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Good morning, everyone. Uh, well, I say good morning to those of you on the East Coast. Good afternoon, because it is now five after six after 12. Uh, thank you for joining us here on Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin, filling in for Fred Penny. I'm in the big chair. Fred is Fred is jet-setting again. That guy burns the candle at both ends and in the middle. I'll tell you. And the kerosene, out of the, which is the airplane fuel, I mean the jet fuel, right? Oh, absolutely. And lobbying for 25 hours, to, a 25-hour day, and to add an eighth day to the week. That's Fred Penny. Uh, by the way, that... That that smooth, silky voice you hear there is Cal Hunter. I thought that was Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I was Cal, hoping, yeah. Cal, how are you on this you know, fine Saturday? I had a great week off last week, and thanks to Chris for coming in and filling in on the show. I, I know he does a great job. I know when Chris does the show, I come in, and, and Fred and Todd look at me like, go, Oh, you're back. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I wore a bag over my head so you didn't see. Thank you. <laughs> my, my lovely bride and I got to go to the home of one of our affiliates in Ely, Nevada. Really? They carry the show live there on uh, 1230 AM KELY. I got to meet with Wyatt, the general manager there, and had a, a really good experience. Kind of chatted him up a little bit. He chatted me up a little bit. Found out that Radio Law Talk is also being played, if I if my understanding is correct, 
one of the stations that Wyatt programs for a group called the Nevada Radio Network in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, really? So apparently we're being played in Phoenix as well. And if we are, if you're listening to us in Phoenix, hi. That's all I can say. It was a great thing. We had a good visit. We went up and down the length across I-80 and the breadth of Nevada up and down <laughs> north and south. That's to, amazing. Uh, Ely and back. It, was, it was a great adventure. Plus, we got to see our grandkids. We graduated from the Brigham Young Accounting School. One's going off to work for a very big uh, Deloitte Intuition. The other one's going off to work for some company. Anyway, some <laughs> some company. Where yes, they I'm sure money. that won't come back to haunt you, mm-hmm. Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody knew where they were going to work, but you didn't know where I was going <laughs> no, to work. I, I, I'll tell you what it is when I think of it. My wife will text me, but she's not listening today because she's the prop mistress at a high school show, and they're matinees today. So they're doing Mamma Mia at Shasta High School in Redding, California, and she's doing the props. And so you know, I got nobody, Todd. It is literally you and I. Just just us. Denise also on assignment today. Yeah. So just you and I. You know, I want to throw a question out there to the listeners. And, and you Ooh, know. Yeah, good one. Too. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is the, I think this is the first time that we have done this. Because, you know, look, on Radio Law Talk, we, we don't give legal advice. Never. So, uh, because, we give illegal advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't give legal <laughs> advice. And some people ask, how do you do a radio show, and why don't you give legal advice? Because I'm sure some people would really like to know that. There's something interesting about... Uh, the, about the dynamic between an attorney and somebody getting advice, and it's this. You, I mean, you don't want to call up a radio show and start spilling out all the details and your opinions on stuff because there's this thing called the attorney-client privilege that you have just obliterated by putting it on a nationally syndicated radio show. And, and anybody can, you know, so, so, there's, so that is one reason. Second, if the, the only advice that I can give somebody really is if you have a legal issue, go find an attorney. A good and one. A good, you know, find a, well. Ask around. Go find a couple of attorneys and you determine which one you think is good. Ask around. But find an attorney that you can sit down and have a discussion with and, and lay out your case in a circumstance and environment where it is privileged. The attorney can't divulge what it is you're telling them, and you can get advice specific to your issue. I mean, look, there are people that unlawful detainers. You got you got a you got a tenant that you that you want to get out of the house that you're that you lease. You're a landlord. There could probably be five, ten different uh, landlords that all have unlawful detainer issues. And each one of them has circumstances specific to their issue that's not cookie cutter. And, and that's why you need the, to talk the, to the your lawyer. you live in, the county, how aggressive they are. I mean, there's a lot of variables there. And I, I think what you're saying, Todd, is calling a radio show. And, and there, there's one show that does it, and he does a good job. But calling a radio show and getting legal advice is like calling a radio show and going to confession. <laughs> Forgive me, for I have sinned. <laughs> right. Well, you know that that uh, I mean, kind of that is going to be my my podcast. Uh, uh, welcome to Radio Confession Talk. I think that'd yes. be funny. We, <laughs> we will hear all of your. We'll have to do that as a podcast all where the sins. FCC can. <laughs> but uh, but but I wanted to throw this question out there. I want people thinking about it. And you and I, we're not going to talk about it right now. But might not even talk about it at the first part. I really want folks to think about this. And I want to give you, by the way, a new feature to the show sure. when you're done. A new ad addition for people to communicate with us. But okay, anyway, so yeah. so I, I really want you to folks to think about this and and if you have an opinion on it obviously this is an advice but if you have an opinion feel free to call in i'd, I'd like to hear your opinion at 855-529-7234 that's 
855-529-7234. Uh, that's 855-LAW-RADIO without the O on the end of it. But here's the, here's the question. We, we've got artificial intelligence. I mean, you, you cannot turn on the news. You can't bring up any uh, news service online or anything without hearing some development. Elon Musk caterwauling about it, yes. one of the big things. It, which without I think hearing something about AI, yeah. artificial intelligence. Yeah. And I saw this, I saw an interview not too long ago, and it was really shocking that the expert said, you know, look, 30, 40% of the jobs that are done right now are going to be replaced by technology, and that freaked a lot of people out. And so here's the question I have from a legal standpoint. Do you think that AI could ever replace judges and a jury? Do you think AI could replace judges and a jury, given our legal system where somebody has to be proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, or a judge or juries that hear witness testimony have to determine credibility and things like that? That is an interesting question. And then the other one is... What about statements made by AI that you know seem human or whatever? How does that play with the rules of evidence with hearsay and how hearsay is defined? I'd be curious to know people's opinions about that. But and we'll get into that a well, little bit a little bit later on. Let me pick your brain on sure. one key point. Do we not use AI already in traffic court when a camera takes your picture and you can't confront the witness? It's just a machine that takes the picture. What's the difference, I guess, ultimately playing it forward? Well, I, the witness? Now, in, yeah. that, in that regard, my question was, uh, AI, can AI replace a judge and a, or a jury? Or replace it as a cop and, in this case. And in that sense, yeah. it is the trier effect, the, the entity that is trying to determine guilt or innocence. In your scenario there with the, with the light, that or the camera that takes the picture of the license plate that goes through, that is not a trier of fact. That's evidence being presented. Good point. And so th there's a little bit different. I'm talking about the entity that has to determine whether or not somebody is guilty or innocent beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, well, and actually, even in civil cases, whether it's beyond a preponderance of the evidence. And so I I'd be curious to know what folks... Uh, Folks, thinking is on that as you as you ruminate. And I wanted to say it early on because this is one of those things where you really got to think about it for a little bit before before you uh, say what your opinion is. I guess I've I've been thinking about it the last week or so. But if you if you have an opinion on that, feel free to call in eight five 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 two nine. 7234. Cal and I are going to be talking about that. A lot of stuff to get to. Ed Sheeran's case was res uh, a verdict came in. We've got lawsuits over conduct of police departments and prosecuting agencies and states and a whole bunch of stuff going on. But case or no case, when we come back after the break, because I'm guessing I'm going to maybe get the opportunity to get extra points because I'm the only one here today. Triple point Saturday for Utah. Triple right. point Saturday. If you win, you get what two four six points right so that's the deal yeah. going into the break what is the topic of our case or no case uh good question i can't remember right now but i'll, I'll tell you when we come back and that's a bad tease but that's all i got <laughs> hey i'm all about the bad tease we'll oh, see you after the break yeah, disappearing dog after this don't go away 
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need 25000 50000 or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. 
That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Can we stop now? You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So, uh, first uh, first hour, or the first segment, I posed a question. I want folks to think about that. And if you want to call in with your opinion, Cal, I'll be talking about it a little later. Uh, do you think AI, artificial intelligence, do you think that ultimately... Uh, that could replace the position of a jury or a judge in a trial or not even in a trial in anything where somebody has to hear a, a, an entity has to hear arguments from both sides and make a determination, make credibility uh, determinations, that kind of stuff is could artificial intelligence ultimately replace that, or is that something that is a is a human function? I, I know that. For example, in the military, they say, look, you're never going to replace the instincts and intuition of a pilot sitting in the plane in the middle of stuff. I don't care how great the drones are and stuff. And a lot of people look at that and say, well, that's uh, pilots arguing for their own self-preservation. Yeah. But there might be something to that. So that's the question posed. And we'll get to that at some point in time in the near future. If you want to call in again, 855-529-7234. But right now... It's the real reason people call people <laughs> tune in, and that is case or no case. All right, here we go. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yeah! Carolina Davis had a dog, a cute little Chihuahua that she found, that she named Pippi. One day, it got outside her fence and was missing for a couple of days. Carolina walked the neighborhood every day looking for little Pippi. One Sunday afternoon, there Pippi was behind the fence in a neighbor's yard. Carolina knocked on the neighbor's door to thank him for keeping Pepe safe. She said, I'm here to get back my dog. Bob Frawley, the neighbor, said, your dog? What do you mean? These three dogs behind my fence are all mine, and my stud chihuahua has Pat cast an amorous eye on this new one I just bought. Think I might go into the breeding business for these $300 rehoming fee dogs. Carolina was outraged and called the police and animal control department. In her little town, it's the same guy. So he comes there and says, well, uh, prove your ownership. And Carolina said, I think I'm going to go get an attorney and see if I can force Bob to give me back Peppy. Does she have a case or no case? That was her question, Todd Kunin. And that is my question for you, Carolina and Pepe, if you want to Hispanicize the names. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. It sounds yeah. like sounds like. Pepe may have a wandering eye. She, well, yeah. You know, Pepe the dog. You know, it, <laughs> look if this was if this was a cat, you'd say, well, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's what cats do. I'm listening to this and thinking, boy, if this was like a, if this wasn't a pet, if this was like a significant other, you go well. But do I have a case or no case? Say, well, Friday night, <laughs> my, my girlfriend left me for this other guy because his bulldog had a. I, I don't know, whatever. Oh well, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> So, um, so what's there magic in her argument? What do you think? Well, look, pets, yeah. pets are property I and mean, they're subject to ownership. And, and does she have a, if she has property, 
Okay, let's, let's just let's take the word pet out of it and just view it in terms of property. Let's say lawnmower. Okay, if I have <laughs> if I have a piece of property, yeah. and and I lose it, the the whole finders keepers argument doesn't work because if I if I lost something, I still own it. It's still mine. And if somebody else finds it, well, look, they don't know if it was lost or stolen, but what they do know is that it's not theirs. But you see, in the world today, uh, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, property rights have been eroded by that very sense. Kid finds a jacket on the schoolyard, puts it on, wears it home. I mean, it, these kinds of things it, happen. You it know. it yeah. happens, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's legal. It doesn't make it right. And so, yeah. so, the question, so to answer the first question... Does she have a claim? Does she have a legal claim yeah. to if she can prove that the dog in the dude's yard is her Pepe? Does she have a legal claim to get that dog back? And and look, that's why people put chips in the shoulders of their pets. So well, she had a picture with her and the dog together. Yeah, but it's a poodle. No, right? Chihuahua. Or oh, Chihuahua. Okay, yeah. great. You Distinctive know, the markings, you know, the tan and brown, you know, the kind I mean. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And and, yeah. and there are a lot of Chihuahuas. Yeah. And and I suppose somebody could look in and really take a look and see if they uh if that's hers. <laughs> it would be funny if the one picture she had was taken in front of the guy's house that actually has <laughs> See, it's my dog. Here's a picture proof, of us. Proof, Your Honor. Yeah. So if she could prove that the dog was hers, then yes, she's got a claim and, and she could force the guy to give it back. She could even um, probably argue that he has now converted the dog and stole it under the law of conversion. He knew it wasn't his, and he kept the dog, and he won't return it. So um, unlawful retention of the private property or chattel of another. When you said converted, I thought you meant maybe the dog became a Jehovah's Witness or something like that, but that's not what you meant. You well, meant to his own personal use. Well, it is right? a dog, and yeah. maybe maybe they're a dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... Uh, right. uh, so... So yes, she she would have claimed if she could prove that the dog was hers, and uh, and I think this is a great scenario. Something tells me that in a situation like this, it was you said it was a small town. Yeah. Okay, small town. When? What year? Do you know? Four years ago. I'm just guessing. I okay. don't have a date on the case. It's my, recent, my, fairly my, recent. My yeah. guess is small town. They found a way to resolve this without having to resort to. Uh, full-blown litigation, litigation with a case filed and and you know somebody being served. So it was resolved maybe somehow, but it was not a full-blown case. I'm going no case. Hmm. Okay. And I know why you made today triple points, because there's only one of us here, and whatever I say, if I'm wrong, you get points. That's right, and that's rare. It is? So, so here's the story, Todd. Do tell. Do it tell. It is... Case and Carolina loses. What? Because she had no paperwork. The dog had no license. The dog had no chip. She could not establish ownership legally. And she tried, but she couldn't do it. So not only did she lose the dog, she lost money because that lawyer wasn't cheap. They, they didn't do one of those things like the... Put the uh, dog in the courtroom. Well, go and ahead and the, put the dog. Whichever way <laughs> yeah. she goes, that's no. the one that she wants to love. I and think she got, a, she got a hearing officer, some guy who just got out of law school. This was his first case besides traffic court. You know, so anyway, she lost because she could not prove the dog was hers. And he said, it's my dog. It's on my property. It's my dog. Prove, let her prove it. She could not. So she lost. Well, so, so, so the, I guess the, the next question that I have yeah. would be... Because this is interesting. Okay, 
Uh, she is laying claim to the dog. She might not have any paperwork, right. but argu- right. arguably yeah. she's got pictures. She's got all this kind of stuff. And yeah. if the dog had only been there for you know a few days when she found it, I'd be going back. Okay, dude, show me your pictures with the. Show me your paperwork. Show me. Show me your proof of ownership. And, and I think I just I just read this in a news article, and I think that came up, and he said, "It's on my place. It's right here." I, I have every bit as much claim, in fact, more claim to the dog because it's on my property. You know, the interesting thing people is people get that, crazy over dogs, well, don't they? Well, yeah, the interesting yeah. thing is that uh, in 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 criminal law, right? Yeah. So the, the cops come over and they find a, you know, a, a, a bag of heroin in your in your bedroom. You know, I, I've seen cases where people have found contraband. I was prosecuting somebody, methamphetamine in their pants. Those aren't my pants. <laughs> they were literally on your person. I borrowed them from somebody else. I didn't know what was in them. You know, everybody's now discounted. It doesn't matter if it was on my house. It's not mine. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. Hold on. And other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Men. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. USA News update with the world watching King Charles III is crowned in England. Charles took the oath to uphold the law and the Church of England during his reign. I, Charles, do solemnly and sincerely, in the presence of God, profess, testify, and declare that I am a faithful Protestant. You weren't able to see the king's actual anointing, though, the most sacred part of the ceremony. Historically, it's been regarded as the moment between the sovereign and God, with a screen blocking public view. I'm Corey Myers. Tonight's 149th running of the Kentucky Derby will be without favorite Forte. The Kentucky State Racing Commission pulling the horse from action, reportedly due to a bruise on its foot. That leaves 18 in the competition, which begins just before 7 tonight at Churchill Downs. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. 
Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC. Or visit omegataxcredit.com. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News. On demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today. USAPodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Where's Fred? I think Fred's the best. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So here we are. Cal has Cal has a cute. How many points did you get on that, Cal? Six, man. I think I got it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, it was no case. So I it, mean, it, it, was a, it was a case. It was a case. I lost. said no case, so you get it. So you get two. It was whatever. Triple points or double? It's triple. Triple it's, points. It's just you you got, and I. So Cal yeah. got six points. <laughs> Holy Toledo! See, th- this would be like if we were playing Monopoly and Cal was the banker. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, okay, for every dollar I give you, I keep a dollar. Okay, now now next hour, Todd, yes. on Case or No Case, a very, I know it sounds weird, but a very special Ford. A very special Ford next hour on Radio Law Talk. So we hope you can stay Bet- tuned for that Betty? for Case or No Case. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> depends. <Okay. laughs> all right, all right. So uh, one of the questions that... Uh, that I had asked, and we'll get to some cases here, but just want to remind folks some of the questions. And I actually have already had somebody chime in, um, didn't want to call in, but chimed in uh, on the question about whether or not, whether or not you think AI, artificial intelligence, could replace uh, a judge or a jury in, in our legal system. <laughs> and it's like court GPT, right? Instead of chat GPT. And, and <laughs> so th- this person writes, uh, oh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, she, she says, okay, it probably could, but uh, no, because <laughs> this is the best line. Because I've seen Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as soon as I read that, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the line in Terminator, right? The line in Terminator where, where the this is the first one in '84, where uh, uh, Reese, who's gone back to save the girl, I'm sorry, it can't be a spoiler if you haven't seen the movie in the last 40 years. Tough. Oh uh, come on! Where he's trying to explain to Sarah Connor, he's trying to explain to her 
you know, why it's futile to run. She goes, it's a Terminator. It can, it's all it does. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It can, and I'm thinking, good heavens, it sounds like a, it sounds like a, a defense attorney. <laughs> but it's just it's just uh, crazy stuff. But do you think that uh, artificial intelligence could? replace a judge or jury in our jury system. If you have an opinion on that, call us call in 855-529-7234. And, and we got uh, obviously other stuff that we're going to uh, talk about. One, Cal, one actually comes it's a follow-up on a case or no case from earlier this year. Okay, what's that? Well, you had done a case or no case earlier this year that dealt with a uh, a a political candidate was a mayor in Reno. Yes. Where a private investigator it was alleged whether a private investigator had actually tracked this person. Or a GPS on her car, right. Yeah. So right. they yeah. could do that and you know the question was did this happen? Did it result in a case and and turns out that was a true scenario and a case. Yep. And a case that has yet to be finalized, but we do have an update on that. Tell me, please, I'm fascinated by this. So update in the last week the judge in the case has ordered the investigator that placed the tracker to divulge the client who hired him to place the tracker. See, that was the question, wasn't it? We're yes. all saying, yeah, okay. Um, but we, do we have a caller? We have Dennis on the line. Okay. Hi, hi, Dennis. Go ahead. What's your comment on AI jurors and judges and et cetera? Dennis, are you there? I think he is. I'm just not hearing him for some reason. Might I don't have know. a might have a little bit. So we'll we'll continue this while Cal. Wait, no, he's talking to us. I just I'm not getting him for some reason. Let me see if I can. Get... No, okay, I Dennis. I think work. we can hear you now. Go ahead. What is your uh, what's your idea on this? Can AI replace a judge or jury in our uh, legal system? Got right there and then cut off again. Well, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, here's here's what he said. Okay, and and Dennis, I apologize to you. I don't know. We this our oh. on-air system is very expensive, and right now very non-functional. Anyway, but be that, and obviously not run by AI. So uh. artificial stupidity. <laughs> so here's what he said. He said the answer is no because I have been on a jury and you have to be adjudicated by a jury. Of your peers. There you, yeah. See, see, that is one that I hadn't Smart thought comment. of. Yeah. But that's another. There's so much written into the language. A jury of your peers. How do you do jury selection with, with AI when every, you know, they would all be the same? You, you have to understand where people are coming from and all of that. And, and it's true. I get that completely. I mean, here, here's one idea that I had, and I think this is this, this kind of piggybacks on what Dennis, uh, his point was, which is this. Proof beyond a reasonable doubt, right? Let's take a, let's take a criminal case. A, a, a person has to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt, yet case law and the courts have said that an attorney, when you're trying to decide what reasonable doubt is, an attorney violates the rules of court and cannot argue to a jury some mathematical equation or that proof beyond a reasonable doubt is like 98% sure or try to put some numerical value. It, it doesn't have to do with numbers, it has to do with whether or not you believe to a, get this, moral certainty that the charge is true. Well, how do you do that with AI and and arguably a, a machine or a computer that and I think a key question moral code? was the AI programmed by a bunch of defense lawyers or by a bunch of prosecutors because 
AI, obviously, as we've learned when people do topic search now, is tilted in a particular direction depending on who programmed on that particular topic. Is that not a program to search on that topic, right? Well, well the whole idea behind artificial intelligence is, is hopefully getting to the point where the computer or the program um, eventually makes up its mind or, or decides, regardless of the programming, it, it formulates its own opinion. And, and so, there, so there's that, assuming that that's what happens. Um, but based on what? What are the premises of the opinion? What's the underlying value? That, that is... Subject to programming, well, I would think. Well, it's yes and no. I mean, the programming is... The prog- it, it's to a certain extent, I think the designers of AI are all, ultimately hoping it gets to the same point as parents... You're programming your kids to be sentient beings that can think for themselves. Hopefully, and yes, hopefully, you're programming your kids to become sentient beings. Thinking for yourselves—that's one thing. Programming your kids so that they become sentient beings that can support themselves. I'll, I'll, I'm happy with okay, that. Okay, forget that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where does this take place in here? And and there's so much to debate. But again, if you have AI in here, Dennis raises a great point. A jury sitting there, how do you – really can't be reasoned with, can't be bargained with. It's just, okay, this is my opinion, and there's no really ability to deliberate with with a robot. They're just, okay, these are the facts. And, I mean, it's arguably – I One mean, of my ex-wife's chief complaints about ever having a discussion with me. Well, could they consult, <laughs> could a jury consult AI to determine facts and the, like mathematical probabilities of a bullet flight path or, you know, other things of, because the AI couldn't present evidence in court and so it couldn't present it in a jury meeting because they couldn't refer to it. Well, so he- here's the thing, the jury. Dumb question, I know. No, Very no, actually it's a good question because because this line gets obliterated all the time in movies and television and what have you about what can be argued to a jury and what the jury can consider when they get back into the jury box. The only thing that a jury can consider when deciding whether or not somebody's guilty or innocent or deciding for a plaintiff or a defendant, the only things that they are supposed to consider is evidence that was presented in court, either exhibits or physical evidence or the testimony of the witnesses. So to your question, could could a jury consult AI about the probability of trajectory? The answer is only if that evidence was presented in court. The jury couldn't consult uh, AI, couldn't consult some computer program independent of what was presented in court to see if this AI agrees with the evidence that either side presented. That's that, up to the lawyers to do, is it not? If, or if, their experts or whatever it may that be. Is, yeah. That is what the lawyers are supposed to do. Hmm. That's why somebody was asking me the other day, how do you prepare for a trial? How, do you pre- how, did, how does Todd prepare to do a trial, a jury trial? And the first thing that I prepare when I do a jury trial is my closing argument. Really? The first thing that I prepare is my closing argument. When we come back from the break, I will tell you why the first thing I prepare is my closing argument. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. If you want to chime in on the AI debate, call in 855-529-7234. Does AI replace option. a judge? Yeah. yeah, since our phones are bad, Todd, here's another option. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Text us in 530-727-5253. Text us 530-727-5253. I know I'm getting texts on our business line, so that'll work. Okay, we'll be back. 
You're listening to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin, and we'll continue with the program right after this. Don't go away. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car inside let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine just come and see i guarantee your ride will steal the show come on quick quack car wash don't drive that dirty car uh-huh. quick quack car wash they'll have you looking sharp Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1 877 886 7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877 886 7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549-That's 800-832-1549. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your
your health insurance for you and your family. Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. This is no fun. I like the Amargosa Valley. Who told you that? Stay tuned. Now back to the show. Here is Todd Kunin. Hey, Todd. Thank you, Cal. So, yeah. so our, our our question of the day, and this 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 question will be open for all three hours. Um, the question here is: Do you think AI, artificial intelligence, can that replace? a judge or a jury in our judicial system. And, and and the reason why I say judge or jury, can it replace the trier of fact, the entity that has to hear the evidence, weigh the credibility, and render a verdict? Sometimes that's tr- they're tried before a judge. Sometimes they're tried before a jury. And, and can artificial intelligence do that? Now, Cal, uh, one of our callers... Yep, got another uh, great call from our defunct phone system. <laughs> and the caller said, okay, look... Uh, what about the emotion in a courtroom when, when a prosecutor gets you to feel sorry for the victim or the defense gets you to feel sorry for the perpetrator? How can AI show emotion in the courtroom? I, I, I love that comment. Me too. I love that comment because – and I'm, I'm certain that the person that called didn't, didn't intend it to be taken this way, but as a trial attorney and, – and I haven't forgotten – my thing about how I prepare for trial. I'll get to that in a second. But as a trial attorney, um, while I hope, (laughs) I mean, if I'm being honest, while I hope that the jurors kind of have that toward my case, that inclination toward my case, I'm also well aware of the jury instruction. The judge specifically instructs every juror in every case. It says this, do not let your passions, emotions, these feelings influence your decision. Your decision should be based upon the facts and the and how they stack up against the law. They should not be based upon an emotional uh, connection or anything like that. Don't let emotion cloud your judgment. And so, to a certain extent, that would be that would be an argument. I don't know if it's a a game-ending, persuasive, yes, let AI be a juror argument or, or conclusion, but that would be an argument that is in the, yeah, maybe AI would be a good alternative because it would take passion and, and emotion and all that out of it so that the facts could be what control the verdict. But without passion, how would a plaintiff's attorney that comes in and says, look, look at this poor woman, she was mangled in this accident or whatever the case may be, she deserves a lot of money, and the only way we can punish the insurance company of the other driver or the other driver is through money. And I think with if emotion wasn't there, that might cut down on uh, those, what what do you call them, punitive verdicts verdict sure, or whatever sure. the case may be, just thinking out loud with you. Well, you're, you're, you're talking about two different things here. True. One is, okay, is there liability or isn't there? 
Okay, uh, that's the so, that's the so, fact so, in the case. So put, putting aside this poor woman, the the question here is not whether she's poor and whether the insurance company is this big bad. The the initial question is. Was she mangled and how badly? Right. Okay, that is, was she mangled and how badly? Okay, that's one. Second, when, you, when you're determining the amount of damages, how preventable was this accident? I mean, is there evidence, for example, we'll just use an extreme case, is there evidence that the, that the, big, the big bad company, for example, knew that there was a faulty gas tank and all the they could have fixed it with a three dollar part, but the recall would have cost five million, and and they decided that the risk of litigation, oh uh, yeah, that's going to cost us less, and so the decision wasn't made along the lines of trying to save people's lives or, or prevent so the, injury. The, the it was Pinto it, case, it words, was yeah. made by right. an accountant. It was made right. by looking at the ledger. Right. Right. And so and so in that regard, um, still you got you got to look at the facts, but. I know, I know that's a rule of court. I know that's a jury instruction. And I would be lying if I said that the attorneys will say, yep, I know that's what it is. And it really depends on what side. I've been both a prosecutor and a defense attorney. Sure. Could we run old cases through AI and just see how they come out? Just plug in, like, like the Ford Pinto case to which you were uh, thinly alluding, which is what yeah. Ford's decision was, cheaper to pay off dead people than it is to fix the car. That was essentially what the court ruled. Could we plug those facts into an AI and just see how they how their verdict would compare to that of a jury of humans? Oh, I, I, I think it would be I think that would be a very Good interesting exercise. exercise. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it would be an extremely interesting exercise to do that. Um, and and it, it would be I'd be curious to know what they come up with. I mean, there are things I saw this the other day, and I, look, I, I will be the first to admit, I don't know if this is an actual scenario. It had to do with some robot, some AI robot that was assigned a task of moving boxes in a shipping warehouse and was being paid minimum wage, and they had the video of it, and it, it started doing its job, and within, <laughs> I think it was within the first five minutes, it, it reasoned that doing this for this amount per hour just wasn't worth it, and it shut down. <laughs> it, it, it shut down, terminated itself. It was just done. Just shut down. And, and and you're like, okay, yeah, that's great, but there are humans that will do that all the time because they, they got it's the only work they can get. they got to put food on the table, and they have this idea that this will lead to something else and that it can move on. And so there are some limitations, obviously, about um, what AI can do and whether or not it can simulate what, what – humans do right well it to me it's interesting in a lot of ways because all people say they want in court is just an honest fair verdict yes and if you have a machine do it without any emotion at all are you really more likely to get that or are you not and and i'm certain that there are a lot of people that go through the judicial system that have humans adjudicating them and they come out it, it, this is a common frustration they come out feeling like I, I felt like I was just on some sort of court-based assembly line. Right. Like, I, I, they were all humans, but I felt like it, w it was just a, a very mechanical process. And in, this, out. This seems to be especially true in my experience in matters of family law, 
where they say, look, they just wanted to get me in, get me out. Let's go by this set of rules. Not, none of this other stuff matters. Here's our rules. This is how we're going to do it. And there's a large frustration with that sometimes, oh, I think. It, 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 there's an extremely large frustration. There's a large frustration. Here's a here's – a, I need to get I, – I, I don't want to miss this one point. I'm going to get please, back to this. Please because, do. Please because do. I did say why I prepare my closing argument second, yeah. and, I, and I wanted to get to that before we hit the top of the hour. Sure. So here's why I prepare my closing argument first when I'm preparing a trial. It's because in order for me to say something in closing argument, I have to make sure that that fact that I'm arguing, that point I'm trying to make, is supported by evidence that was introduced in the trial. So if I want to say A, B, C, D, and E in my closing argument, I got to make sure I have evidence that supports that. Now I'm guided. Okay. If this is the evidence I want to base it on the next question, I another step back, which witnesses do I have to call so that that evidence is in my tool bag to argue? And then, and then I keep working my way back until the last thing that I do is my opening statement. Sounds like Stephen R. Covey start with the end result in mind for the seven yeah. habits of highly effective lawyers in this case, right? It, it could yeah. be, it yeah. could be, yeah. or it could also be the the yet to be written book. You know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, and it's just kind of what I came up with. But uh, but that that's that's how I back it off, and that's why I do it that way. But could, what, can you hey can you make your closing argument to a machine and say did I establish? What a, I mean, could, would that be an option for a lawyer to use it as a rehearsal box? So did I – can I make my closing argument to a machine? To the machine and say, analyze this and, and tell me the points I proved out of my closing argument or the points I – you understand what I'm saying? Cal, you, you, yeah. you promised you wouldn't bring up things that were too close to oh, I'm when I was married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was making a closing <laughs> argument to him. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry, the, and I, the, I couldn't resist throwing that one. And in. the deal never closed. And okay, the deal, never, yes, yes. Uh, well, you know. Sorry, you have not. You you, you forgot to do this. Uh, but it seems like that might be a wise use of AI. Would be to plug your facts in and say, "What do I have? What's the hole in my case?" Yeah. I I think it could be a helpful tool as long as it's not the end product, right? Exactly. Well, exactly. we are through an hour, folks, and uh, when we come back. It'll be another case or no case. we got a bunch of cases to get to, and we'll continue with this discussion about whether or not AI can replace a judge and a jury. If you have an opinion, call in 855-529-7234. Cal, take us out. All right. Thanks for listening to the first hour of Radio Law Talk. You can always, if your station dumps the show now, you can always go over to radiolawtalk.com and listen to us live or listen to every episode we've ever done on delay. It's available for you, and it's all free at radiolawtalk.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back at six minutes after the next hour. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800 399-4215. 800-399-4215. 800-399-4215. 800-399-4215. That's 800-399-4215. 